Welcome to Melody Lane. I don't. Why is Ada <laughs> laughing? We just started. I'm sorry. Hi guys. Hi. How are you? Um, even though Ada says it's not true, I'm gonna say anyways. I'm a little under the weather, so if my voice cracks at any point, I drank a lot of tea today for this. That's why. Lipton tea, sponsored by Kermit the Frog. Yeah. So Ada, you can start us off with our scale. How are you, Stephanie? On a scale of Lindsay Lohan movies. I would say I'm Mean Girls. Mm, okay. Yeah. That's like, okay, good. Yeah. Uh, I yeah. also realized I didn't know that many. I know Freaky Friday's up there and the best. Mm. Do you mean not Girls like Freaky Friday? I was in Freaky Friday the musical. Really? Yeah. How are you on a scale from Toto the dog to Goofy? Mm, I'm Pluto. You're Pluto? Yeah. Yeah. So, I guess today we'll just go right into it. What <laughs> is happening? I don't know what I did that was funny. <laughs> Guys, I would like you to know that I literally looked at the note, was about to start talking about the topic today, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. and now we're laughing. What in the hell? Okay, okay, I'm ready Do now. we need to like collect ourselves? Like what? What's happening? Did I miss the memo? That's fucking anxiety. You don't stare at me like that. I'm sorry. <laughs> um, sorry, microphone. But no, I'm anyways, to, why are you staring at me? <laughs> Let's stare at each other, Mia. I, oh my God. There is no order. What? Okay, I, I'm ready now. <laughs> I'm going to try to make you laugh this episode. Okay. Try not to laugh challenge. Anyways, so today, Ada and Mia, actually, I don't remember who I had the idea first, but one of them, had, Mia had the idea Woo! of doing the episode on girlhood. They were racing. So yeah. today, um, shit, I lost my train of thought. Oh, I'm sorry. No, no, I just I don't remember. Oh, girlhood and um, how... Oh, yeah. how today we're going to talk about songs and movies that we feel represent girlhood. And before we go into that, we're going to talk about what we, as this little community, define girlhood as. Because there is some connotations out there that are not true. Girlhood does not matter what your biological sex is or how you identify. Anyone can be a part of the girlhood. Exactly. Like, you do not need to be born a female. It, it, literally, anyone who identifies you can be the with most the concept of man. girlhood and you can, can be a girly. You can be a girly. You can be a girly. Because you're living your own life. You're living the, the, the girly life. How would you define girlhood in your, in your personal uh, experience? I would say girlhood... Um, I feel like there's two parts of it. There's the concept of girlhood, which is literally learning how to live while accepting who you are. Mm -hmm. Because society, at least with people who identify as being a girl, has expectations and a way they want you to act. And so the idea of just being tired of 
living up to those expectations and just being you and accepting who you are. And I, but I think that also can go for any identity yeah. that it's unless you are a cis straight white man who is fully able, you have all these expectations put on you by society. You have limitations. You, you can't do everything you want. Like, at least personally for like a person of color part of girlhood's accepting that like i have power in who i am and i don't need to fit into a mold Mm -hmm. i can still be a brown woman of color and still be fully as capable to do something that a white woman can do but i also think girlhood is being able to live in the in-between and like being okay with making mistakes and just being the free spirit you want to be or be however you feel to feel your feels i mean there's that one song on a tiktok right now um that i think i like this little life oh yeah and i when i when mia brought up the subject i mean honestly that kept kind of playing in my head because it's really just it's being unique in your own sense of wonderment and i like Mm -hmm. that a lot so i also thought the tiktok trend that's from Anne with an E, the, oh. oh, how I love being a woman. It's the dun, 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 you know? I thought it was the dun, 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 no. No, it's the Hozier song. Really? And the trend. That's not the one that plays in the TV oh, show. Oh, I have to listen to this later because I forget. Um, No, because I was, I was singing the, the song from ABBA. The Chikatika. The end of Chikatika. Oh, I think there's two versions. Yeah. I mean, it's TikTok. There's a thousand versions of everything. But I guess that starts with what song do you think embodies girlhood? Hmm. Or artists? Um. So Stephanie and I were singing before we started recording, um, and we sang, uh, I am a girl. Wait, what is the song called? Oh, I'm just like you. I'm just like you. I'm just a But honestly, I, I, I kind of see it as a representation of girlhood. Mm. And maybe it's a little bit like, oh, like I'm complaining that I have like a warm bed and I don't have to do shit. But I mean... It's just like being like a dreamer. I feel like girlhood, there's a sense of just dreaming. There's a sense of just looking at the future, looking at just the things that are around you and just like romanticizing them, which I think is really cool. Right. And it, and it kind of reminds me of one time, I mean, you were having a conversation of how like you can be comfortable with one aspect of your life, but not comfortable with another. Yeah. And I think in the sense of that song, at least one of them is comfortable with their life, but not comfortable with what they can do or their love life and all that stuff. Yeah. I think it plays into that. I thought you were going to talk about our euphoria thing. Oh, that was very girlhood. Um, <laughs> that was very girlhood. So I don't even <laughs> remember the how it started, but I just remember I had a long day. Ada had a long day. Uh, for some reason, we were in the same... Oh, we're always in the same room. Either For some reason. For some reason. When Harry met Sally. <laughs> Like and Stephanie met Ada. When it's like eight o'clock <laughs> when Mia's doing work, we're just like in the timeout corner, like doing something <laughs> uh, while we wait for Mia to finish her work. Um, <laughs> and I was like, we we're like, we we're gonna lay on the floor to just listen to music, and then I put on the Euphoria soundtrack, 
And we're like, hold up, hold up. So Ada gets her makeup and it's like the purplish glitter. We put it on her face is like not well at all. Like euphoria done on a budget level. And I have these really fans. I, I bought this light bulb at uh, Walgreens mm-hmm. and it changes uh, the color with your phone. And I put on this mystic setting. And so it was different purple hues playing, like not playing, but. Right. And then we had sweet tarts and would put it on our tongues as if it was like ecstasy yeah, or something, yeah, yeah. which we don't do drugs. We don't do we drugs. Don't do and drugs. then we were passing around a fake joint. A it was fake just joint, our, like our which was fingers. the air. Yeah. There was nothing there. And then Mia came in later, and then she did some sprinkles under her eyes, too. And then we made crowns, and then we threw a pumpkin around after she wrote some mean things about a bitch ass on them. A boy, a bad boy. Um, it was very satisfactual. And yeah, that, that of... Oh? I spoke the wrong language That's for okay. a second. Okay, that out of many other moments, like uh, we had a Friendsgiving recently and just like little small things in time that at the moment can't come to my head um, are very good examples of girlhood, yeah? For some reason, when I think of girlhood, I think about quarantine. Really? Um, Yeah, because I I really learned who I was during quarantine and I spent a lot of time romanticizing the situation hmm. and so when i think about this topic i think about quarantine and i wanted to ask if any of the quarantine memories you have because you i mean you spent a lot of time with ainsley hi yeah. ainsley um and i mean just like hearing the stories that you told me mm-hmm. do you have any association with that time interesting um i wouldn't say like exactly when i think of girlhood i think of quarantine uh when i think of quarantine i think of a lot of growth mm-hmm. and um oddly enough comfort because i for an unfortunate time, was fortunate to have lived with my best friend Ainsley, um, who now we're in two different states, but uh, she's a close friend of mine. And actually, uh, we thought about it recently. At the time, we were only friends for like not even a year, really, wow. which is kind of funny. Um, and so we quarantined for about two and a half months, three months together, and it was a three month sleepover. Hmm. Um, now, granted you know we're people so like there were time we had our own space we had our own routine but it really was beautiful because uh if we were on our own we would have felt so lonely mm-hmm. but the universe kind of aligned in a way in which two people who are great at being alone and find comfort in being alone in that specific time needed people and it really did bond us as individuals and it it's a beautiful time, but also I think at that time I figured out who I wanted to be um, through deep late night conversations with Ainsley. Yeah. Um, when I think of girlhood, though, I think of like perseverance, but also vulnerability. Like I think of of my brain goes to music. Um, I think of like Taylor Swift songs or. Uh, the soundtrack to like Little Women oh. or um, just like the more vulnerable female artists. Then I also think of like Gwen Stefani and those yeah, like yeah. badass, like and, yeah. just a girl. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I guess I guess I can see the quarantine relation. Um, I forgot to ask you this question. What uh, song makes you think of girlhood? Song makes me think of girlhood. Um, honestly, I'm going to sound like a broken record, but just a girl with, by no doubt, 
or in a really, 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 really weird way. Um, what's that Spice Girl song? Oh, um, if you want to be my lover, gotta get with my friends. friends. What's it called? Um, I want to be. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, that song, even though it's like it's the Spice Girls, mm-hmm. I, <laughs> I've been in a room with at least like four girls, six guys. And one person will sing it and everyone sings it. Really? It's like a song that like regardless of who you are or how you identify or how you present yourself, you hear that and you just like squeal inside and everyone sings. And it's 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 beautiful. I really like that. It, it, it's like that. And like literally when we walked into the studio today, um, they were playing the Justin Bieber song, yeah. As Long As You Love Me. And then... It's just like it's it's like everyone's now ecstatic, bouncing around, you know. Yeah. And it's it's it, it, that and like I think of I want to dance with somebody, uh, just songs that are universal that bring a sense of like community. Yeah, I like that. I have yeah. something in my nose. That's um, okay. What's its name? Um, uh, nosy. Okay. Yeah. Um. But I, when I was I was thinking about what we were going to talk about on the podcast, I thought a lot about, if I'm going to be really honest, I thought a lot about Taylor Swift. Um, mainly because on the top of my head, she's one of the few artists who we've seen progress from when she started at a very young age to now she's almost a 30-year-old woman. She's not 40? 30? She's, she's younger, but now Me becoming... I want to say nothing, but I think she's closer to 40. Um, All to be said, she's still a very young singer. She's 33. That's my lucky number. Oh. Oh, Taylor Swift, hi. Hi, Taylor. On top of my head, she's one of the few artists that we've seen grow up, Mm -hmm. at least in the music industry, and her music reflects that, Yeah, which I think is what makes it beautiful in timeless but also there was a point in time which liking taylor swift was like ew yeah you're too girly you only like breakup songs you only like this and that but then it's like it reminds me of that speech she did when she got an award she's like okay i write about breakup songs they don't want me to write about breakup songs i write about love write about being in love now they want me to write about something else okay let Mm. me write about how hard it is to be a girl oh but now she's complaining too much let me write about and and it's all the critiques or she dates and now she's a slut Mm -hmm. but she doesn't date why isn't she dating yeah yeah you know and and then i think of beautiful monologues um and movies that talk about being a woman america ferrera and a barbie yeah i i think the i was reading an article about the barbie movie Mm -hmm. and i love the barbie movie but i thought it was interesting so it's about girlhood but i was reading a critique on it um, and it it's a movie about girlhood, but it does limit a lot of different type of girls. And it was fascinating. So it was it was promoting girlhood, but we only saw like very small range of girls. Oh, so they were they, they were, were all cis too. Yeah. No, there was one. There was one transgender. Um, and but yeah, for the most part, I mean, everyone but it was, was very like. Do you know what I mean? It was yeah, an interesting yeah. article. I read it in my gender size class. It was like, it, the movie is a, is a step forward, but still, why is it all like, not everyone looks the same because no one, not everyone looks the same in the movie, but it's mm-hmm. still very societally accepted. I mean, maybe 
part of the reason why they look so like I mean society they look so they have pretty yeah. privilege is because Barbies are they, all, yeah. they all look somewhat similar and so maybe there's a part of the film maybe yeah. because it does limit some of the roles that they could have yeah. been filling because Barbie is this corporation and it has this look to it maybe that's why they only yeah oh, it was a, it was an interesting article and I love the movie I love mm-hmm. it to death and another thing I saw was about America for uh for the yeah no about america's Sorry. speech is that um a lot of people were like this is the first time a speech like this has ever been made and the oh. article was like uh here's a list of movies that have yeah done and, and, and it was also yeah. like there was uh i was reading in letterbox afterwards uh the, the going through the barbie movie thing and I, people like me love the speech but some people were like it felt like it made the audience feel a little dumb because it was like you've been saying this the whole movie mm. why did you have to say it just even longer and more explicitly if we understood it without the monologue see at the same time though for the men in the audience yeah who are so blind to a lot of that idealism right seeing the examples and then hearing it from the actual account right 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 I do, but no i get i get both sides of, yeah, yeah and then i and then i i know a few people who are men who watched it and who are aware and they're like oh why do they make it seem like we're all dumb yeah like why didn't alan get more character development it's a very interesting movie because i love it but then i see the articles there's uh, flaws from, yeah. yeah there's flaws in everything yeah oh my god like i love little woman also made by greta gerwig and then a lot of people are like, but Timothy Chalamet was not a very good Laurie. Guys, he had my heart. He did have my. I'm, but I'm gonna be honest, he wasn't the best. No, he wasn't. I like Christian Bale. Me too. But Christian Bale also has my heart. Mm. And so does Alan. Hi Christian. <laughs> Hi Christian. Hi Timothy Chalamet. Hi. But Timmy, we do love you. Uh, oh. No, I was. So gonna... I love you, Timmy. But I, I, I wish you were with me. No, I was gonna say the SNL, the SNL thing. Oh yeah, no, I was. I'm just. I'm. uh, I'm annoyed that he chose um, Kylie Jenner over me. That's valid. Yeah. Um, What do you think about? (laughs) Sorry, guys. I'm not. I have a boyfriend. (laughs) She does have a boyfriend. What do you think (laughs) about (laughs) girlhood and concepts like growing up and love and all of that? Like, how do you think those intertwine? Hmm. I mean, girlhood is like, it's like one of those like tunnel of r- love rides, you know. And have it you has, been on one? No, but I dream of them. Um, mm. And they have some ups and they have some downs. But I mean, in the end, it's just this beautiful like homage to life itself, existence and just the loops and turn. I don't want to say a roller coaster because everyone uses that example. So I wanted to be unique. Okay. Okay. Um, also, because it's pink, and I just I associate girlhood with pink, which is because it's so beautiful and lovely and mm. hazy and crazy days of summer. And <laughs> yeah. Days of soda and popcorn and beer. Roll out those lazy. <laughs> I love you, Nat King Cole. Ooh, ooh, what? Wait, what about you? I forgot the question. I oh, know me too. Hold on. Oh. Uh, my Mia has it. Oh shit! I almost called her Maya. See, too. <laughs> I was texting my friend Maya. I, I was watching. Know. I was watching a movie earlier with a chick named Maya. I was about to text my friend Maya, and then <laughs> Mia was in front of me, and I said the wrong thing. <laughs> Wait, what? What? What was the question? 
Oh, what about gr- growing up in girlhood? Do you associate? Um, I remember my yeah. question now. Thank you. Um, I think they intertwine because I think part of the concept of girlhood is learning how to navigate those. Mm-hmm. Um, when it comes to growing up, I feel like, at least my experience as as a a woman and someone who is comfortable in that is that you know especially yeah as like that was in english um i i feel like growing up you're told when you're little to stay young yeah stay young stay young stay young You're, you're the most beautiful when you're young you need to remember that this is the most beautiful you'll ever be and then as you get older into a teenager and you get comfortable in how you look and your and your beauty if you if you are comfortable in that well all of a sudden she's dressing like she wants something yeah. all of a sudden she's a slut all of a sudden uh, you should cover up more when you were telling me i should accept my body and that's how i want to express my body mm-hmm. but then as we get even older if we act young now we're weird. Yeah. Now we're weird because we're acting the way we were told to, to stay young forever. And now we're we Disney have to adults. grow up. That's so funny. Sorry, continue. <laughs> and, but now we have to grow up. Once we hit 20, we're adults. Mm-hmm. We can't revel in being young. Now, mm-hmm. are you getting married? How's your job? Is it stable? How's your house? And then once you get comfortable in that, now you're too powerful. Yeah. Now, if you're not married, why are you single? Are you too prudish? And it's just like it, it, it keeps going. It's double standards for everything. You it's do. like no matter what choice you make, you're making the wrong one in the eyes mm-hmm. of society. So part of that girlhood is being comfortable in that. And it's even worse when love is mixed into it. Yeah. Because then the second you act on something you want in the eyes of society, oh, she's, she's crazy. Love's gone to her head. She's love struck. Yeah. And then when you don't follow your heart, oh, do you not believe in love? Do you not think it's real? Do you not try? Oh, did you not find the right guy? Like, and it's it's like it's a constant going yeah. on and on and on. And, and it's just like, when is it enough? But then if we want like the hopeless romantic, well, that whole trope in itself is crazy. Why is it hopeless to want someone be romantic? Yeah. Like I just also the whole simp thing. Why is that wrong to be right? A simp? Why can't a guy show? Why can one partner show another partner they that they adore them. them, and they're weak for it? And especially with men, or anyone who identifies as a man, it, it they're seen as weak mm-hmm. for being vulnerable. Yeah. And then if you're a woman, or anyone who identifies as a woman, and you show a lot of love. You're putting yourself on the line. Or you're you annoying, watch yourself. You're clingy. You're clingy. You're jealous. You're whatever. I mean, there's, there's of course, limits to both. Yeah. But things are blown so much out of proportion because people like to have these these overarching opinions that, you know, I'm saying big words for no reason. Without <laughs> anything. Sorry, guys. I'm, yeah. Um, I don't know. Just, yeah. it's, yeah. When it's is all so enough? complicated. Yeah. And I think that the, the beauty of girlhood's like it's a bond to just like let loose yeah. and give in to your, my brain goes to desires. I feel like there's a better word for no, it. No, I mean, honestly, 
Yeah. I'd say Desires is a good movie. Like, you know how good it's it... very universal. Right. Like, you know how good it is when we watch a movie and... Oh, my God. When we watched 10 Things I Hate About You, mm. that was such a good moment because... Well, first of all, it was funny because who Ada and I found attractive me. I was like, what the fuck? And then it was vice versa. Wait, what? Did she not like Heath Ledger? No. Do you not remember? <laughs> no, I don't remember this. What? She... I was like, oh, yeah. my God. And... Oh my god! And Mia was like, "No!" And then she found someone attractive in the moment. We were like, "What?" But that's just that's just how it goes. I mean, Joseph Gordon-Levitt's cute, but when he's next to Heath Ledger, I know. Um, and and actually, that movie I think describes girlhood pretty well. Honestly, yeah. Even with the sister. Yeah. Which is weird because Shakespeare wrote *Taming of the Shrew*, right? Mm-hmm. Or supposedly he did. So did Shakespeare know what girlhood was? Was Shakespeare a girly? Honestly? Not, that goes back to the, the point of you don't have to be biologically a f- woman or you don't have to, you as long as you identify with the, the pre- pretense of like girlhood or just want to like live the girlhood lifestyle. Hashtag Shakespeare girly. Oh, he's a girl's girl. He's a girl's girl. Aww. He's a girly pop. But you know, how would you, how would you say it's a 10 things I hate about you as a girl's? I like girl, the, girlhood. Well, one I think for the time it was made, a character like Bianca. Mm-hmm. It's that's the name. Yeah, it's yeah, Bianca. Yeah. I don't know why I second guess myself. A character like Bianca is so fascinating. The because in the beginning, spoiler alert. By the <laughs> way, if you haven't seen it, uh, what's wrong with you? <laughs> it's Sorry. on Disney Plus, and if you don't have Disney Plus, and there's also the 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 series, the TV series, which I didn't know about till Ada brought that, and it's my me. favorite, and it's on Hulu, and you can watch it, and there's I think seven episodes. Well, besides the TV show, um, what I think is interesting is how like Bianca at first is is shown off as like. Not like other girls, right? Yeah. The edgy, very alternative. Oh no, wait. That's that's her sister. That's the that's the blonde chick. Cat. Cat. Yeah, cat. Where yeah. am I getting the name Bianca from? Well, no, her name is Bianca. It's a sister her Bianca. Sister Bianca. Yeah. I'm thinking of Cat. Okay. Because I I'm like you're right. I'm like thinking, and then you started to say. I knew it. I knew it. My memory never that's served okay. me well with names. That's okay. Should have known it. Cat. Cat is seen as Meow. like. Meow. As a, like, 90s alternative, not like other girls. When really, she seemed as 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 rude for doing her own thing. And, and we find out she's doing it because, you know, she had to protect herself from shit she experienced. And she was tired of people walking all over her. Like, she was yeah. that popular girl that high school and middle school really wants girls to be. And she was like... This I am not for, not for that yeah. fake life is not for me. And and she has her standards. Mm-hmm. And the second she I love how we call him Heath Ledger. <laughs> the second Heath Ledger <laughs> was like, Oh, it was a dare, she's like, Yeah, I'm not done for that shit. Yeah, and she, she leaves because she, she knows her worth. Yeah. And then like, oh, she's being rude. But then Heath Ledger's like, oh shit, like I fucked up. And then her sister is okay with being that type of girl. And is okay with that to an extent, really. Mm-hmm. And and it shows like the different types of 
standards you're put into while growing up and how you know as long as you're happy mm-hmm. d- do be whatever person you want to be, be as long so as you're yeah. not letting anyone what are you singing that's from me goes the musical Sexy. which one we sing like it. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> Sorry. But that was my little sandbox. Soapbox? Ooh. What's the phrase? Soapbox? Soap opera? My soapbox. <laughs> also, Mia has written a question in the notes app. Sure, what if- I want to see it again. Um, opinion on being a type of girl. What do you think about being a girl's girl? Those are two separate questions. Well, just wrap it up. Oh, so the first one is... What's <laughs> Not in your, that mean way, but in the good way. First one is, what is your opinion of being that type of girl? Well, like just being a girl's girl. What do you think about being... Do you think it's good or bad? Wait. I am very confused by the question. Oh, yeah. Mia wants the mic for a moment. What? Okay, so the question was opinion on being a type of girl because there's like types of girls like you know the popular ones the slutty ones oh you know what I'm saying? and then like how do you feel about a girl's girl do you buy into that and if you do oh so. interesting okay like that. that red from <laughs> paper was not it it's okay it's hard to see in on this, being in a community. type of girl what kind of type of girl do you think you are fuck that shit oh like, why are we making types, though? Because yeah. then I can make, like, 48,000 types. I know. My boyfriend told me I was the girl next door. And that okay, really but then that, that puts the connotation that you're innocent mm-hmm. and and sexualized. Yeah. And it's, it's like, be saying, I'm this type of girl. I mean, in a fun, playful way, if we're just being, like, oh, I'm dark academia or whatever, yeah, that's yeah. fine. But if you're reducing, if you, reducing people to kind of stereotypes yeah. is never okay. Like, I, it, you're making yourself a two-dimensional character when you're a three-dimensional character. That's like if I was like, oh, I am the Spitfire Latina girl who goes around yelling at people, but I, I'm just Latina and speak my mind you're just stephanie right so like i feel like the type of girl thing which can... i mean sorry that doesn't mean that you're not she latina went, you're just stuff. stephanie no sorry that oh i'm that's just kidding bad. i'm sorry guys <laughs> i'm, I'm not I'm that's kidding. not like the whole i don't see yeah no it's okay no it's a joke you're you're latina you're stephanie and you're a girl and those are your like your arch- archetype that's your archetype but then there's so much more to you that doesn't have to have right. this huge and expansive I, yeah, and I feel like the types, like the, this type of girl, this type of whatever, it, when it's harmless fun, is fine. Yeah. And then when it's used to group, a, when it's used to lump a group of people, that's when it's a little bit problematic. Yeah. And then the, being a girl's girl, you know, I'm going to be really honest, that whole concept has really confused me. Because the word is very contradictive, and I'm yeah. like, can we make a simpler, like you're basically saying you're not being a bitch. Yeah. You're like, oh, she's a girl's girl. But then the bitches who say, oh, I'm a girl's girl. I don't know. That whole concept <laughs> is really interesting to me. It's like, it, it's it's following this girl code, right? It, it, it's it, normally when you say, oh, she's being a girl's girl. So she's she's being a, 
uh, on. Uh, uh, it's typically like she's just being a human, a decent human being. Mm-hmm. They're like, oh, she's being a girl's girl. She didn't. She, um, I don't know. She told everyone this thing that was important. Or she's a girl's girl. She told me that my boyfriend was cheating on me. Okay, she just did the right thing. Yeah, she, she has a <laughs> like correct what? moral compass. <laughs> like, oh, she's a girl's girl. Um, she she didn't say something that I told her not to say to another person. Yeah, she's not Regina George. Okay, so she has a moral compass. Like, I, I don't know. Like, the, every time someone says it. I've been I, reading common sense, but I'm saying. Some men say that I'm intense or <laughs> I'm insane. You want a revolution, I want a revelation. So well, listen to my declaration. We hold these truths to be self-evident that all men are created equal. And when I'm Thomas Jefferson, I'm going to tell him to include women in the sequel. Work! Um, but that was really sad. But I don't know. Every time someone's used that, <laughs> in a context for me maybe i don't understand the definition because i do have the social vocabulary of an 80 year old mm-hmm. um this is cool whenever someone uses it around me it just sounds like they're doing the right thing but i don't know what do you think no i agree i'm gonna be honest i accidentally said girl scroll earlier today in my art of play class so i apologize to the class class for that um but we were we were reading a book about um historical female figures women figures in history and them meeting up and them talking about all the shit that's happened to them Mm -hmm. and how they're all supporting each other still for all that they went through but that they're still pushing and that they're still trying to live a good life Mm -hmm. even if they're all dead or non-existent but that's not the point um Hmm. so i guess i don't know i i said that was a girl's girl kind of move but no yeah i questioned my uh, but i also just i I have a hard time understanding slang these days, and it's I think okay. that's just me not being up with the times. Wah, wah. Yeah. Sorry. Like, I, I, or like, ooh. <laughs> what? What? Um, God damn it. Oh, what movie did you watch? And you're like, this reminds me of girlhood or sisterhood or whatever it, those words are interchangeable um, i'd say ladybird book smart um Ooh. oh there's another one you know it's interesting both of those have the same director i think really do they i don't know i feel like maybe aren't they both greta i know greta definitely um, oh no i think the second one was uh harry's ex yeah oh no was it olivia i think it was olivia anyways beyond be, beyond the point um, I think that's, I, I know there's so many others that I'm trying to conjure up right now. I mean, a lot of romance movies, as much as they're based on romance, mm. I think a lot of rom-coms do have this, this, this pretense. Oh, of, they're not the same director. This pretense of girls, girlshood, girlhood. Yeah. What about you? Mm, I think, honestly, not even a movie. But either the TV show Gilmore Girls or New Girl. Ooh. Ironically, both have girl in the title. Both for two different reasons. Gilmore Girls has gained a lot of traction recently. It came out in the late 90s. And it's literally about a mother and a daughter who are very close. And it's it's just a movie about their whole... Did you break something, Ada? No, I didn't. 
What'd you do? <laughs> I, just, I wanted to keep my feet comfy. Oh. Um, well, basically, Gilmore Girls is about the a single mom and the relationship between her and her daughter. And, and it, yeah, it's, it's literally that throughout the years, from high school to adulthood. And it's beautiful because it, it even though it is the definition of <laughs> privilege problems, Mm-hmm. It's still with anyone who watches it relates to at least one thing. Yeah, and it and it kind of brings out the side of life that feels fake, like when you have a problem and you're like, "Who wrote this episode?" Mm. That's Gilmore Girls. I like that, and and there's beauty in it. But the one episode that has always stuck out to me and is my favorite episode, and the title of it is "The Unsinkable Lorelai's," and it is the episode where. Um, Lorelai, the mother, and Rory, also named Lorelai, but we call Rory, the daughter, are very busy. Wait, uh, is she Lorelai Jr. then? Yes. Oh, interesting. Um, Rory is in college, and Lorelai is starting her in, and they haven't talked for a while because they've been so busy. Mm-hmm. And Lorelai has uh, her coworker is pregnant, so she hasn't had time, but her co-worker has been volunteering to help her with things but dropping the ball, and everyone around her has been pretty much dropping the ball, and Lorelai's had to assume all the responsibilities, and she just wants to talk to her daughter to have someone to confide in. Um, and then Rory is navigating her first year at Yale mm-hmm. and takes on too many credits and realizes she has to withdraw from a class, and she has academic validation issues. And so they're both realizing they've taken on too much, and have started spiraling. And the whole episode, you see him slowly, the spot, it like winds up, it winds up like a jack-in-the-box, and then it explodes. And for Lorelai, she explodes uh, when her, uh, at the time, best friend, Luke, um, realizes that she's spiraling and kind of takes her away for a moment because she was about to ask him for a loan of about like uh, $4,000 or something to help with debt issues. And she absolutely collapses mm. and sobs on Luke. And Luke, is, Luke has been there for her the whole time. For context, Luke is her best friend who uh, has been there for her since Rory's been a baby. And later on, they get married after like, will they, won't they, for like who knows how fucking long. And um, for... Eight years, hmm. forty-four years. I, I don't know. <laughs> Mia just—I don't know. Mia's giving me like gang signs of numbers. <laughs> Basically, the will they won't they <laughs> between Luke and Lorelai happened for so long. But anyways, that's not important. They have a very, very that's strong important. bond, very strong bond. And so she breaks down in front of him, and he's like, "I will support you. You know, I'll give you the loan. You don't need anything, but you need to take care of yourself." You need to reach out to Rory. You need to prioritize yourself. Mm-hmm. And in the next episode, Luke and Lorelai work on the business deal together. And they're, like, very solid in their friendship. And that helps support Lorelai in this first time in her life where she hasn't had Rory. And then for Rory, Rory breaks down with Dean. Fucking hate Dean. But Dean's Rory's ex. And he's a comfortable, recognizable shoulder for her to cry on. And she realizes that she needs to center herself and realize what the fuck she's doing with her life. Mm -hmm. So Lorelai knows what she wants to do, just needs support to get there because she won't ask for help. Rory doesn't know what she's doing and needs someone to guide her. And I feel like that episode to me is just girlhood. 
yeah. the the ugly part of it of not knowing what the hell you're doing. And then for New Girl with mm. Jess and Cece, there are two sides of the same coin. Yeah. We have Cece, who is this beautiful model, a beautiful, beautiful woman. Mm-hmm. And Jess is also beautiful, but not the society's version of a stereotypical woman. I mean, she's quirky. She's that little uh, 2012 uh, girl dream. Um, yeah. And Manic Pixie Dream Girl kind of vibe. And soft. Soft and loves knitting and stuff like that. And they both struggle because they just want their dream job, CC yeah. modeling, and CC also wanting an education. But for CC, she's been seen as a pretty face her whole life. Yeah. So she's used that but hasn't been able to have education. People doesn't think she's worthy of it. And then Jess just wants to be a teacher and find love. Yeah. And I think that is also something very reminiscent. Girlhood is extremely universal. Yeah. It can be interpreted and experienced in so many different ways for so many different people Mm -hmm. but it's more just the fact that you're experiencing life and you're taking it day by day yeah and that oh but taking it day by day is so hard too it's so hard it's like at least like i love taking things day by day it's beautiful and then sometimes i sit there like i want a plan I'm tired of taking things day by day. Like, I take life every, like, you know, it's mm-hmm. like, sometimes I wish I could sit there and, like, I just sketch my whole fucking life. Yeah. Be like, okay, at 20, we get the dream job. Yeah, at yeah. 25, you, you know, like. Yeah, no, I get it. At the same time, day I like by day. That. Sorry, the etch a sketch. Yeah, nice <laughs> I But then some days it's nice to get that etch a sketch and shake it. Yeah, exactly. And then it's all gone. Because sometimes I have a really crap day. I'm like, you know what? Day by day, tomorrow's going to be better. Or sometimes take a week for yourself. Sometimes all I want to do is just lay in bed for days on end. And then I know that one day I can revamp that. I can can get back on track. I can take care of myself again, take care of others. But sometimes I just, I have to take a second. Yeah. And I think that's also very valuable. Yeah. And then like, especially as you know society seeing us as like maternal figures mm. we're it's kind of like frowned upon to take a second yeah we have to be always taking care but of but then at the same time let's say you're a woman in the workforce workplace and you have kids right mm-hmm. you can't make excuses if you have kids but your boss who's possibly a man he can take as many days off to take care of his kids or he can see his kids never and still be the ideal father figure yeah so yeah i see mia raising her hand but i I can't even like you're so far away from me yeah mia wants to speak okay so more on the the work kids thing i'm gonna air my mom's boss out i'm not gonna say names one second we're setting up her mic okay so i'm gonna air i can't hear myself you have to come a little closer to the mic on i still sorry (laughs) it's not on okay there it is point being um I want to air my mom's boss out a little bit. Hi, mom. Love you. Um, her boss is like very much irresponsible. Doesn't do what he's supposed to do. Let's not get her fired. Well, she's quitting. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> she's retiring in a month. I'm not saying names anyway. Um, and he's very much reminds me of like most stereotypical, like a businessman when I think of that. Mm-hmm. How like they kind of leave the woman who are all women on her team. By the way, might I add. Um, 
to do all the work. And so she's bending over backwards to make sure that like their medication gets through and mom works in pharmaceuticals um, and that they get the approval they need. And meanwhile, she's managing a husband and two grown kids and her own life. Mm-hmm. And I feel like that's just very reminiscent of being a woman in the workforce yeah. with children. Yeah. Miss, Mrs. I I don't know the plural. What is it when sons married? Miss. Yeah. Yeah. Miss Pacquiano is get a Nancy. It's very. Oh shit. Can I just say Nancy? I'm saying Nancy. Nancy, when you hear why, this, why give us? Why put those those labels? Why can't we just be? Oh, well, I also I don't know if I'm on a first name basis with Mia's mom. I'm on a first name. Oh, okay. <laughs> Whoa. Whoa, not like that. Ain't sorry, that. Nancy. Sorry, Nancy. Um, sorry, sorry. Anyway, so I was going to say is from what I hear, her mom is a very powerful woman. We're about to get texts when this comes out of like, why did you let your friends call me by my first name? Yeah, sorry, I forgot this is public. I'm like, oh, we're just having a conversation. <laughs> We respect you and don't mean to reduce that respect by not calling you by the proper name. Um, ma'am. Ma'am. Yes, ma'am. Oh, uh, she hates that me, I say. I don't know. Michelazy? Hi, Miss Michelazy. We love you. We love you. Um, But... That scared me. Anyways, we have like two more minutes. Oh, do we actually? I've not been checking the time. Um, but what? What's your um? What's your takeaway? Your takeaway. Your what's your takeaway? In My five takeaway. Words. I hate word limits. Sorry, I think it's funny. Oh, I hated those in school. Okay, ten words. Start living life by following your heart. Regardless of norms. Oh, that's beautiful. I was going to say consequences. Don't do that. That's a very bad message. Regardless of norms. Basically, what I'm trying to say is I think we're in a... I was literally talking to my therapist about this. Um, We're in a society where we have to do things rationally Mm -hmm. all the time. And we're barely allowed even within ourselves, to follow our own passions. Yeah. We feel like it always has to be rationalized, especially with things like desires and love and free time. We feel like there has to be a solution or a rationalization. Mm-hmm. We can't just love to love. If we love, there has to be a plan. Yeah. If we have a desire, there has to be a reason. Did we deserve it? Yes or no? Did we do enough? If we want to relax, do we feel like we've relaxed? Why can't we just follow our heart and and be okay as long as we're okay with the decision not actively harming anyone or anything? Why can't we be satisfied with that? Yeah. Why can't I be okay with loving or choosing or making a decision for me? Why does it have to be, oh, is this the most productive way to be using my time? Like, I'm, I'm tired of that. Yeah. I'm tired of, of, of it being in who knows. Like, I just want to make choices for me. I want to choose a job that makes me happy, whether it makes money or not. You know, I'm taking my ballet class, and I know people are like, was that productive time of time? I adore dancing. Why can't I just dance to dance? Why can't I decide to travel when I want to? 
you know, like, why can't I just see my friends and, and enjoy my time when I want to? It, why do I have to rationalize everything? Yeah. But just start following your heart and doing what makes you happy. That's really well said. Thank you. I was letting myself be angry. That's okay. My friend Jada said I need to start doing that. Good job, but Jada. I hate anger, so it's fun. Anyways, Jada, your turn. No, you said it. I don't want to, I don't want to, what is it called? No, I didn't want to steal the mic. No, 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 but no, I don't want to, I don't want to add to that. I think that it was perfectly um, concluded. I think, yeah, I, I love being a woman. I really do. Yeah. Um, and for all the shit that goes on, I mean, I love just being who I am and getting to live life the way I want to. I've learned yeah. to not take shit from many people. Mm. Um, and so I live very much for myself. And You do. I, I admire and sometimes envy that. Don't. <laughs> oh Rah. ew the phlegm came out <laughs> but one more note also Sorry. why do we why do we women why is it normalized for us to always be jealous of each other yeah it's so gross because i'm gonna be honest i love myself i love you i love mia i think we all have so so many My beautiful traits came up too. yeah i think we all have so many beautiful traits that can coincide, but we all have these own things that make us unique, that make us special. Right. With everybody. And of course, there's there's jealousies, especially like I'm a theater major. I'm always going to have jealousies in theater because there's always going to be jealousy, a chance where jealousy. I'm going to be going against people. But I think I like that song. Yeah. But at the end of the day, I mean, we're all just here to support one another because we're all trying to live our first life and only life and right. um, possibly only life. Could be others the others but yeah well on that note stay groovy um don't gals guys and however you identify take care of yourself um, that rhyme no i'm sorry i was really proud of that rhyme guys guy, rhyme, rhyme. um um take care of yourself um call somebody who makes you happy and have a little euphoria moment put some sparkles on your eyes and lay on the floor yeah and play Five Nights at Freddy's. Which we're going to do tonight. And I beat night one. I mean, I beat, <laughs> I, beat night five. I beat Five Nights at Freddy's one. Yeah, we've been playing together for a while. Yeah. Well, Congratulations. Congratulations. Well, Signing off, soldiers. Bye. Into the moon. And back. 